Welcome to Punchlines, everybody. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And Jerry, put the dry erase board away today, pal, all right? Because I am not going to mention my hometown at all. I'm going to go ahead. No, there's going to be no mention. Let me see. Raise it up a little higher. So I, no, it's blank. All right. Not today. All right. Put the pen away. Put the pen down. Put the pen down. <laughs> all right. Uh, listen, uh, we're going to have a good time today. And today's show has more surprises than this stat right here that I came across last night. Sam Darnold is the only first-round quarterback from the 2018 class to make a Super Bowl. Can we punch up that graphic? Look at the class of 2018. So you got Baker Mayfield. You got Josh Allen. You got uh, that guy in the middle. Who the hell is that? 14. That's Darnold. <laughs> That's Darnold. <laughs> I thought he wasn't part of the crowd. I was like, he beat all these people. Lamar Jackson. Then Josh Rosen I got, which is... Probably the hard one to recognize because he was kind of a first-round bust out of UCLA. I think they they cut him. Oh, by the way, Matt Neverett's here co-hosting the show. Matt Neverett producing, co-hosting. He's here. He's, he does it all. He's our utility guy. He's our Josh Harrison, as I put in the script. Jay Hay. You can Jay Hay, the man. Show. One of the coolest baseball players I've ever interacted with off the field. Really? He's the man. But I can't mention what team I know him from because that would then violate my promise to Jerry. Ended his career with the Cincinnati Reds. How about that? Yeah. He's still out there. Do you think he officially retired? Yeah. All right, Sam Darnold. Yeah, can you believe he's the first quarterback to make the Super Bowl out of all those players? Of course, he's the backup. And as we discussed yesterday, Sam Darnold, interesting prop bet to take for the MVP, right? I mean, just imagine Purdy goes down, Darnold comes in. I'm that's, just saying. That's one way to win a bet. <laughs> but wishing that someone gets injured. Of course, yeah. I'm not wishing it. I'm just I'm being smart. smart You're uh, manifesting. There you go. Uh, on the show today, uh, like I said, in the producer's chair, Matt Neverett is here. Matt, you're also later on today. Not today. Not today, right? Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. Right. I like to check and make sure Jerry's paying attention. Just keeping us on our toes. Thank you very much uh, for being here because uh, I've been alerted to the fact that Ryan McCormick will be back Monday. He's at home. He's been taking care of uh, little baby Aubrey. I believe we have a, a live shot or a picture. There he is right there. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot for a new dad right there, ladies and gentlemen. So it's already a mess. Who is that in the uh, urine? Is that Ryan? I'll give you three guesses and the first two don't count. No, is that Ryan in that's the urine? That's you in oh, the That's me. <laughs> they have fun with the graphics on the show, don't they, ladies and gentlemen? I love it. Um, <laughs> Ryan will be back. That's good. Uh, Matt, what's shaking? What do you got later on today for the show? Maybe we have any Matt's picks because you're, you're on a hot run. You're on a heater. Yeah, so far in college basketball. Yeah. Pretty good run as we get uh, into the first day of February. Rabbit, rabbit. Um, yeah, I got some, some college basketball plays. Two later tonight in the Big West, including a game that's nationally televised, which for that conference is a rarity. Yeah. Okay, good. That's just a little tease, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, if you're at the South Point or coming down to the South Point, I just want to tell you this. Be polite while walking around the hotel. Uh, you know, like, you know, when you're walking out a casino, people aren't looking and might bump into people. The reason I say this is the um, archery convention is in town. And uh, there are people walking around the hotel with bows and arrows and crossbows just out right now. So you want to be like, oh, excuse me, sir. I Sorry, I didn't. You have a hot Starbucks and you have a deadly weapon. I'm going to let you go right there. Because, I mean, they're just out. They just walk around like they're Robin Hood right now. I'll tell you what. There's a couple of things that you can expect when you come to the South Point, especially yeah. in the sports book, you'll see a lot of old school Vegas gamblers. Love it. You'll see a lot of bowlers because they do a great job with, with the bowling the bag alley here. With like three balls. Well, some of them have the bag. Some of them have like a wagon with just loose bowling balls skittering yeah. around. Exactly. And you'll always see Wait, some. I haven't seen that. I've seen, I've seen that a couple they different times. Have a bag. I haven't seen the loose balls. I think we have identified the pros versus the Joes <laughs> in that situation. Uh, and then, yeah, some random niche sport or convention always yeah. going on. It's amazing. They they have a ton of uh, archery events here in general at the arena. Steve Stallworth does a great job over there. But, yeah, you'll see dudes just walking around bow and arrow, which in most other cities in the world would give you pause. But <laughs> yeah. in, in Vegas in general, it's, yeah, it's, it's whatever. And especially here at the South Pole, you never know what you're going to run into. Anything in Vegas is okay. Anything in an airport's okay. Yeah. Like if you're drinking, like, scotch and soda at 8 in the morning, you're at the airport. It's fine. What are your thoughts <laughs> on uh, sitting on the ground at the airport? Maybe by like an electric. I've done port. that a lot. See, I'm anti, anti. I have to. I mean, but it, look, when you got to charge the phone, you got to watch Family Guy on the flight. You know, yeah, you gotta, but you got to have uh, you gotta foresight. Up. You got to pre-plan. I do. I well, I like. I have an addition. I have the the portable charger. I do. That's I all you need. You don't need to sit on the ground. Come I've on. spent the night in airports due to uh, canceled flights. Now that that's different. Yeah. Right. All right. Anyway, fascinating stuff, ladies and gentlemen. But there is an archery event. Everything. There's so many events happening here. We got the big game. We also want to, the Super Bowl will be this weekend or next weekend. And there's huge parties going on here at the South Point. I think we even have a graphic. Look at this. 
Sunday, February 11th, the Grand Ballroom, the Exhibit Hall, the Showroom, uh, Napa. There's stuff everywhere. It's free admission, obviously, if you're over 21. Doors open at 1030. And I believe the seating, you want to get there, right? You, you want to get there early. First come, first serve. Uh, it's going to be good. Food and drink specials, bedding windows available all over the hotel and the casino. It's going to be cool. I'm going to be here for the entire game. And are you going to be here with me? We're going to be here for the game. Do you have any plans for the Super Bowl? Uh, getting back into town that day from Albuquerque with the UNLV basketball. Picking up some blue math. Nice. Walter White stuff. <laughs> we'll say uh, TBD. I'm officially a game time decision. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, it's going to be a blast. I've never been. I've I, The last time I watched. Uh, I'm going to break my promise to Jerry. No, I'm not going to do it. Last time I watched the Super Bowl was 1996. Dallas uh, won that Super Bowl. They defeated a team for the first time they'd ever lost a Super Bowl. A team. But anyway, uh, I was here. That was the only time I've been in Vegas for a Super Bowl. So now I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be all over the place checking out where the hotspots are. So it's going to be a good time. Going to be a good time. Today, uh, coming up on the show, obviously we have Matt Neverett. And coming up via the video, this gentleman is the operations, the hub operations director. <laughs> he directs the hub at the Red Rock Station TSN Casinos. Whatever. I just did all the... <laughs> At the Red Rock. He's at Red Rock. So Chuck Esposito is returning to the show. We haven't had Chuck on the show in a couple weeks. I already see him. He'll be here very shortly. Chuck's always entertaining. And then obviously we'll have Matt here throughout the show. Today is February 1st, 2024, which means tomorrow is Groundhog Day. You like that movie? I do. How I do you not like Day. that? Yeah. You don't like it? No, I said, how do you not like oh, it? How do you not like it? I saw it in the theater. And uh, obviously he played, oh, you son of a gun, Matt. In the movie, he plays a weatherman. Where's From a the weather city? A southwestern Pennsylvania city. Some would do you do you say Midwest or Mid Atlantic? Uh, big debate. A there. lot of people. I I always thought we were East Coast. Yeah, but it's it's like Mid Atlantic more, right? Yeah. Fair. Mid Atlantic. Anyway, yeah. So I'll have to watch that movie. Anyway, that means the kickoff, ladies and gentlemen, to Super Bowl Fifty Eight is two hundred and forty hours and twenty three minutes, if my math is correct. So the clock has started. I'll take your word for it. That's right. <laughs> uh, there's twenty seven. National days today. Now that's ridiculous. Who makes these up? I don't know, but they're always fun to take a look at. Today, I'm only going to mention two. Today is National Change Your Password Day. So there you go. It's time to change your password. So uh, let's see here. I'm going to go ahead and change my password to in my phone here. Uh, Reno Paul live commenter. There you go. That's my new password. Thank you, Reno Paul. So now everyone knows my password to my phone. So change your passwords. Uh, but I was going to use uh, Joey B forever. I don't know if Joey B. And then today's also, actually also National Spunky Old Broads Day. I don't know what that is. Okay, this is a horrifying photo. Uh, it's not horrifying. I thought, okay. It's the Golden Girls, but all their faces are switched. Thank you. Okay, you, you something something was off for a second. I'm like, wait, did you put my face? And so, but you've moved Betty White and Rue McClanahan and B. Arthur around. And uh, whose name am I forgetting? The, the Southern. It was Rue McClanahan, Betty White, B. Arthur, and the other one. The other one. The other golden girl. Sophie. 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 But what's the actress's name? It's, it's, it's the woman in the yellow. Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty. Estelle. God, I got, I got all four golden girls. You know, Quentin Tarantino was on an episode of Golden Girls as an Elvis impersonator. Was there any, uh, any references of feet in that episode? No, I don't know. No, not in that one? Okay. That one, no. There was a lot of bunions. But no, they didn't want to talk about it, but... Might be Very the only piece back. of uh, Tarantino work that didn't have feet in it. That's probably true. Anyway, so happy <laughs> National Spunky Old Broads Day. I don't know what you're supposed to do on that day. Um, call call the Spunky Old Broad in your life. Spunky Old Broad. I don't know. Uh, and you have a question. You have an idea. Oh, no, you're not a Spunky Old Broad. And's right? not Old Broad. You're Spunky. You're Spunky hipster. <laughs> you're a hip. You holler, woke, lit, fire. Caden, are those terms used properly? Fire. She's woke. <laughs> Get it, dog. <laughs> No idea what I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, so we're going to go to, uh, it's time to do some posts with punchlines. Come social media to find some fresh posts. This one, we're talking about the Super Bowl. It's all we're talking about. Yeah. There was a video I was going to show everybody of someone unboxing their tickets to Super Bowl 58. Uh, I had seen several videos. They're all been taken off the internet. Interesting. I'm wondering maybe if they feel people could see then what the ticket looks like early. Maybe they could counterfeit it. I don't know. But uh, very strange. Oh, you know what? Before we do that, hold on. It's episode 80. It is that we've hit episode 80. That's very exciting. We've gotten out of the 60s and the 70s where we skipped a lot of Ryan special collages because it was just a lot of linemen. Yeah. They make a lot of money. They don't make a lot of fame. 
But it's 80. We're gonna hit the we're gonna hit the wide receiver. So Ryan actually put together a collage for the number 80, or not Ryan, Matt. I was gonna say, don't give Ryan that much credit. He's Ryan, got a, he's Ryan, got enough going know, on this week. Is he even in the chat room? Oh, he is in the chat room. Hold on. He says, Rainy down here in Vegas today. Thanks. That's the kind of stuff we miss from Ryan. That kind of sports-related news bulletin. It's rainy out here. He's already become a dad. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's already talking about the weather. Ryan, Rain. I expect a dad joke from you in the live chat room by the end of the show. So he's already doing dad jokes. Sugar, it smells like rain. I love it. All right, collage 80. So you've done this differently. Is yeah, that yeah. correct? It's going to be a more, more of a guessing game. So we're going right. to see the... First athlete pop up, then the name. We're going to go one by one like that. And then right. at the end, it'll be the normal traditional okay, collage. Like All right, here we go. So let's see the first one. I figured this, come on. This is now not only is he the greatest wide receiver, I put him over Jim Brown almost as greatest football player. I know Jim Brown. I never saw Jim Brown play. Jerry Rice's records, unbreakable. Yeah. Receive, receptions, yards. There was some stat. What was it you and I talking about? That Mike Evans would have to, or someone would have to have. Yeah, so Mike Evans, he had the first uh, first player ever to have 1,000 yards in the first 10 years 10 of his years. career. Amazing. You take his catches and you take his touchdowns. He right. would have to go with the pace that he's done for the first 10 years, right. which has been record-breaking, do it again and then some, and I think it was like times one and a half <laughs> yeah, for another half. 15 years. Jerry Rice, the greatest. Number 80, so, so you got to leave with Jerry Rice. Easy money there. Niners in the Super Bowl, apropos. Oh, that's Steve Largent. Steve Largent. Steve Largent, who had the record. I mean, had a lot of records. First of all, you know it's an old footage. Uh, it's an old picture because it's a single bar helmet. Oh, yeah. Caden, have you ever watched football? Caden is uh, new on our show, by the way. Caden is going to be helping out with social media, cutting clips together. If you know, there's Caden. Caden, wave to your right. Wave to the camera. There you go. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Caden is uh, 20 years old. So uh, Steve Largent, probably. Have you ever heard of Steve Largent? Nope. There you go. Anyway, look at his helmet. Single yeah. bar. Single bar. Have you heard of Jerry Rice? Okay, thank God. I would. I he he might get fired three days in if he didn't know Jerry Rice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna walk out. So Steve Largent's name popped up. Steve Largent, and became a congressman. Yeah, in Oklahoma or Kansas or something. Whatever, wherever he's from. Something like that. All right, next on the collage of '80s. So we had Rice. We have Steve Largent. So then and his next name up, will come in. Is that Chris Carter? That is Chris Carter. All he does is catch touchdowns. Buddy Ryan. He was on the Eagles. Buddy Ryan traded him or cut him or yeah. no? He was on a team before the Eagles. No, it was the Eagles. Yeah. Buddy Ryan got rid of him. Says all he does is catch touchdowns. Well, that's kind of the reason you play football is to catch touchdowns and get on the board. So Chris Carter, another Hall of Famer. That's three first ballot Hall of Famers right there. You're going to see a theme. Uh-oh. Okay, good. Who? He spelled what wrong? Is there no H? Well, there's no H in this next guy's name. I do know this next one for, for sure. Okay. Chris Collinsworth. There is no H. There is no H. And uh, yeah, Collinsworth was great, man. He played for the Bengals. I actually saw him play games. He would go over the middle fearless. Uh, you either love it. Very polarizing as an announcer, though. Yeah. I don't mind him. He's grown on me. He's he grown just, on you. He gives me that existential dread that I remember from when I was in <laughs> high school of Sunday Night Football. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I've got this project due tomorrow that I haven't started yet. And I hear the <laughs> NBC Sunday Night Football theme, and that gets me going. Oh, my God. I remember watching Sunday Night TV. I had to do a, a report that was the semester report. That you're supposed to do it. I did it in one night. You had to do a bibliography and bibliog. The worst thing. Do you, no one. You don't do bibliography pages anymore. No. We had to write the source of where we got everything, and it was the most annoying thing. And I remember watching a TV movie on Sunday night with Michael J. Fox about a summer camp. I think it was called Poison Ivy. Not to right? with Nancy McKinnon. Oh my God. This is why you guys get along. That's what I watched. That's what I watched while doing this report that you were supposed to spend an entire semester. I did it all that night. All in one night. I think I got a beer seat. I swear to God. There you go. I can't believe you remember Poison Ivy. Of course, later on, Poison Ivy became a movie. Uh, Drew Barrymore was a little different. A little different. A little different kind of Definitely. subject matter. All right. Any more receivers or is that it? Chris Collinsworth? Uh, there was one more is coming one up. More? It is the receiver. Oh, is that is that Holt or Bruce? The latter. Bruce. Isaac Bruce. Isaac. Now, did he make the Hall of Fame yet? Yeah. Or, Chris yeah. Collinsworth, the only non-Hall of Famer on this list. Which I think he'll be in for broadcasting eventually. Yeah, right? certainly. So, he is in the Broadcasters Hall of Fame because I think they just talked about it recently. But anyway, Isaac Bruce, part of the greatest show on turf. He was tremendous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what we should do? We should save the post for after our interview. Why don't we do our guy right now? He's here. I mean, he's, he's running the hub over there. Let me get my headset. God bless America. I get to join in on the... This is your fault! I get to join in on the fumbling for the headset part, yeah? Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to see me climb back up onto a chair. <laughs> always pleasurable, always exciting. Uh, this gentleman hasn't been with us in a couple of weeks. He is the hub uh, director. He's over at the Red Rock Hotel. 
right, left. Okay, there we go. Chuck Esposito's back on the show. What's up, Chuck? I'm all good, guys. Just uh, a little bit the calm before the storm, I guess you could say. If it's prop week or prep week, uh, you can tell there's an added amount of excitement kind of in all the sports books industry-wide with the game being here in a little over two weeks. I, it's unbelievable. And walking around the hotel, I, I already see tons. I haven't seen many Niner things. I've seen a lot of Kansas City people here. Maybe they're confused. I'm not sure because Central Time and Mountain Time, maybe they think the Super Bowl's this Sunday. They have a whole different time zone. But there's already a ton of KC Chief fans. I feel like the California fans are going to come later. They're going to come next week in for California. But it's everywhere already. The memorabilia and all the paraphernalia you can buy is everywhere around the city. And I've never been in a city for a Super Bowl except for the Super Bowl I went to in Tampa when I saw Arizona lose to a particular team that I cannot mention. Anyway, I promise I won't mention them today. But anyway, have you been, have you been to a Super Bowl before? I have not. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit biased, but I think it's just as exciting to be in one of our sports books. There you go. Um, it's fun. I've spent my uh, adult career working in the race and sports book industry out here. And uh, um, I was off one Super Bowl where I was in between uh, jobs where I joined a company and the book wasn't open yet. And uh, I was bored at home watching the game <laughs> without being in the thunder and, and action and having all the sweat going on. So uh, I enjoy being here for the big day, but uh, it's uh, it, there's nothing like being behind the counter on a Super Bowl Sunday, guys. And I'll tell you, Chuck, as a, as a guy who has done that before, I was behind the counter at Westgate uh, during that 2020 into 2021 Super Bowl where Tom Brady and the Buccaneers defeated the Chiefs. And yeah, you said it. I, I was super fortunate that day. I was the, the closing uh, cashier behind the counter. I came in at halftime, so I got to watch the first half at home. Came in at halftime, oh, nice. but I got there, Chuck, and you'll you'll know this is important. Right after, uh, the, right at about the midway point of halftime, so everybody, the big line of halftime bets had already come and gone. I just kind of settled in, took some live bets during the game, and then nice. just cashed out for about two, three hours after the game ends. So yeah, the the pace of a teller behind the counter is a little bit different than you would think in general, but especially on the the big game because it is so timed and so. Yeah. So much around the big rushes, and then it is really quiet. You get to watch a lot of the game behind the counter more so than people would assume. Yeah, on that day you do because you're right. It, it's it, we're open so early that morning and up until kickoff. It's crazy, just the lines, uh, the atmosphere, people trying to get their bets in, where they're going to sit, and you don't have to like one of the two teams, but you are <laughs> going to walk around with a big thick prop packet and have action just about on every play, and that's what makes it so exciting for so many of the guests is they can't wait for the props. You know what? Now, listen, uh, we had Vinny. Ma Vinny was in here. He stopped in on our show and was telling us maybe even off camera that uh, now it's like 50 percent of the handle. I asked Chris, actually, yeah. Chris Andrews right behind yeah. us before we took the air today. He said that he wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be more than 50 percent of the action on wow. props here at South Point. Well, I think if you throw in kind of the the live betting aspect now, too. And the fact that the game's here and the mobile app is such a game changer where people can be tailgating, they can be hanging out at the game, and the sports book's in the palm of their hand. Um, so I think it is. It, it's such a difference maker with all the different things that they can bet on that it becomes kind of crazy and fun. I mean, we've tried to be creative with uh, with some of ours, um, but uh, it, it is. It's a big part of the game, and I think it gets bigger and bigger every year, guys. All right, two-parter. First of all, what's tailgating? Does that involve alcohol? Is that what drinking a before? Bit, a little bit of fun before the game starts. <laughs> Familiar with that. Uh, although the one Super Bowl I did attend where I saw my team win, I had one beer in the morning to kind of, you know, a little hair of the dog from the night before. Then I never had another one because I'm like, I want to enjoy this experience. I want to remember it. And that was the smartest thing I've ever done. When I hear you say one beer, I just assume one of the giant oh, steins yeah, yeah, from uh, Beer Fest. It was as big as me. Like, I, you know, I was just... <laughs> My doctor says I can have one cup of coffee a day. Things eight feet tall. So uh, you you held up a prop packet there. We've been looking at the props. Uh, the one that uh, we were talking about before the show, I'm looking at quarterback props, Mahomes. Now, Patrick Mahomes here at the South Point, we have uh, pass attempts in the game by Patrick Mahomes. The, uh, the number is 36 and a half. And, you know, the way Pacheco's running, the way Kansas City has won these playoff games is running, running, running. I feel that's high for Mahomes, and uh, I like the under on that. But we're just kind of curious, some of your favorite props that you like to bet and some that you have uh, posted up uh, at your casino. Well, I'll say the one that we were the most creative with, guys, is uh, it's the tight end versus pop star. Okay. And <laughs> I think we have a graphic Kelsey. on that, actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Will Travis Kelsey have more total receptions in the championship game than his pop star girlfriend's total of 10 
platinum albums. Wow. Um, so kind of interesting that you can bet 11 or more and you'd be a winner. Exactly 10, which she has 10 platinum U.S. albums or nine or less and you'd be a loser. Coincidentally, he comes off a game where he just yeah. had 11 receptions. <laughs> so we just tried to be creative a little bit. Everyone was asking about, you know, would you have a prop up? How many times they show her? Or will she be wearing a, a Chiefs cap or hoodie? Will he propose? We can't put any of that stuff ah, up. Same. Just creative with this prop, guys. That's really become a really popular. It's it's definitely water cooler chatter for pretty much everybody who grabs a packet right now. <laughs> and Ch Chuck, the challenge for you and other bookmakers in your position in this state are that you can have fun with some of these props, but it can't be anything that's potentially influenced by a producer. I know that the the, the state gaming commission right. very very strict about that. So I always give credit to you. I've known Jay Cornegay for a long time. Of course, Chris Andrews behind us. The guys that can come up with these fun props, but that also meet into the regulatory guidelines. You guys don't get enough credit for just how many of these that, that you guys are able to come up with. What has that been like for you over the years? We talked to Vinny Maiulo earlier in the week about, you know, William Perry, and that was the for the first prop bet of, <laughs> right. if the fridge was going to yep. score. And now all of a sudden, most big books in town are taking over 50% of their handle on the game on these prop bets. What's the development like been for you and your career with just the explosion of these prop bets? Uh, no different than, than really Vinny's experience. I had just got into the industry um, when the, the Bears were in the Super Bowl. I'm from Chicago, huge Bears fan. I was one of those guys pulling on my, my boss saying, we got to put this this fridge prop up. We have to put this <laughs> fridge prop up. He's not going to score, but he's a, he's, he's a folk hero now. He scored on Monday Night Football against the Packers. You know, it'd have to be a perfect storm. So we put it up at this high price. And, you know, it was bet down basically uh, to pick. He, I don't know if he actually scored a touchdown. I think he kind of fell or rumbled into the end zone. And, you know, long faces on our side of the counter because of everything we'd have to pay out. But little did we know that it would propel prop betting to where it is today. I think immediately we realized that we had hit a home run. Even though we lost on that prop, is that the bettors and the guests were going to crave for us to be more creative, think outside the box. And with that said, there's been props over the years tied to, to Tiger Woods, to Mike yeah. Tyson, to Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan. Yeah, you right. name it, some of the cross-sport props, which are really, really popular. I mean, in my history, uh, that prop was really bad. And then, of course, we put up, would Devin Hester uh, score the first oh. touchdown of the game? <laughs> would he have a, a, a return for a touchdown? Would the Bears have a special teams touchdown? And Tony Dungy kept preaching, we're not kicking. We're not <laughs> kicking to Devin Hester. And then the night before, he said, we're kicking to him. And I remember I, at, I was at uh, Caesars running the, the sports books there, and the game just kicked. We turned everything off. <laughs> I turned my back, and it sounded like a jet was taken off in the sports book there. It was so loud, and I looked up just to see number 23 darting down the sideline. And I think as an industry, it was it probably was close to a, a seven-figure loss on the very first play of the game. I, you know, it was such an exciting play. And I'll tell you, I was at a party, and uh, there was a lot of Chicago people, and they were going crazy. And I turned to my one friend, and I said, the Colts still cover. And I took a bet from him, and the Colts still did cover. <laughs> <laughs> we needed him to cover. It was still good. Yeah. They it call him Frank good. Middles yeah. Nicotero. That's right, yeah. damn it. On one play, I'm already, I'm already alternating. I'm already doing alternate <laughs> but but by the way, Devin Hester. It was, uh, you know, with, with that said, oh. you're right. We needed the Bears to cover, and being from Chicago, I yeah. remember as soon as the game was over, my wife called, said, uh, "Your daughter wants to talk to you." She was in tears. She was <laughs> a young kid, and she she goes, "Daddy, I'm so sorry the Bears lost." And I'm like, "Honey, I'm not. Daddy's a hero." But you know, the good thing is you got to see them win so many Super Bowls after that. Wait, what? Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> Ryan's not. Ryan's not here to be angry about oh, that. He's in, the, he's in the live chat right he's, now. He's in the live. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's he on says, fire. He says bear down, baby. By the way, Devin Hester should be. Bear down. Not bears. No. Devin Hester should be in the Hall of Fame for his for his kick returning abilities. I agree. He's the only guy. I mean, he's the one you put in. I mean, you got Gail Sayers, another bear. Billy White Shoes Johnson, who Chuck probably remembers. And I remember yeah. he was the guy I when did. I was a yep. kid. Right. He returned a ton of kicks. But Devin Hester was special. And to do it in the Super Bowl. And by the way, I think wasn't Pat McAfee the kickoff special? I think he kicked it. It must have been at that I think time. he was, because, yeah, I think he talks about yeah. being uh, kickking a, a Super Bowl uh, winning time. Yeah, bear down, Ryan. Ryan's all over the chat He's room. He's probably he must... still chasing Devin Hester right now. So it's, uh... <laughs> I think Ryan has a break from the baby right now, so he's watching the show. We appreciate <laughs> it. We miss you, Ryan. We'll see you Monday. Um, so what? Uh, anything uh, going on in the casino tonight? What do you, well, you, you have all your Golden Knights stuff up there, too. So how can you have the Blackhawks and the Golden Knights? You're, you're a fan of both teams, obviously. 
I am. I am a fan of both teams. I'm a huge Blackhawk fan being from Chicago. I mean, that's really the, the team that my heart lies with. But being out here and being a, a season ticket holder with Ryan's dad, um, that we, <laughs> uh, we we share the season tickets with a couple of other guys, um, still am, am a huge Knights fan. I think the big differences uh, with the Knights and the success that they've had, I'm, I'm a huge fan. But from the business side of it, especially in the postseason, we're rooting against the Knights in most cases. Uh, still like to see them have success, but, you know, if it goes over and they cover the puck line, it's usually not a good thing for us. That Their initial seed may have talked about it when they got to the cup but didn't win. Uh, uh, Ryan's dad and I, Jason, were in the uh, in the crowd at the, the stadium, wow. and when the game ended, there was a lot of tears in that stadium. People who were upset they lost. We were probably the only two guys that were crying, but it was tears of joy that night. Oh, and man. Chuck, you mentioned that you are typically always rooting against the Knights. That's one thing that a lot of people don't really realize is that Vegas bookmakers especially basically root against the Golden Knights every single game <laughs> yeah. because of all the action that they take pretty yep. one-sidedly uh, from a lot of locals. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very unique position to be in because a lot of guys like you that have been in town for a while are actually fans of the Golden Knights because yeah. it's Vegas's first pro or you know big time pro sports team, original team. Yeah, yes. it it really happens, guys, on everything now. I think the Knights are the team that kind of happen, but this is with the success that they've had, um, even Raider games in many cases that uh, the ticket count is extremely one-sided and we need the opposition uh, in all those cases. Um, and many times it could be our biggest decision of the day. Our Rebel football this year, if you remember, I think at one point they were 8-1 and one against the number. Uh, they were getting a tremendous amount of backing and I think all events out here draw more handle but the local teams really it's one-sided and we become fans from the business side of <laughs> on the other team. We'll say UNLV preseason got exactly one first place vote in the media um, poll. Do you know who it was? Uh what's that in? You're sharing you're sharing a desk with him. Uh Jeff Paz, <laughs> you. <laughs> really? I caught a lot of flack for that and then lo and behold they played for the conference championship game go. after their best season in 30 years. Nice job, man. Yeah. I, Sometimes it's better to be lucky than really good. Nice <laughs> job. I'm impressed. <laughs> well, I finally got to go to a, a a Knights game and the atmosphere was amazing. It was the Penguins. You're talking about people you're you're rooting against the Gold Knights. I was there rooting for I didn't say the word, Jerry. Don't look at I said Penguins. So I was rooting for the Penguins, but I lost. But I made a bet with Alex White and I made a bet with Ryan McCormick. And uh, I, Ryan came up with this. I have to dress up as a Dalmatian on our 101st show. 101 oh, Dalmatian. Heard. I've heard. You've heard, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I feel like we're going to do a tracking shot, very Scorsese, of me getting out of my car as a Dalmatian coming all the way into the studio. So, by the way, that was a 2 nothing game going into the third period. I actually heard that there was – maybe they didn't tell you this part yet about uh -oh. the leash and Cruella DeVille walking you in. I make – I, maybe they just haven't they haven't surprised you with that one I'll yet. I'll tell you what, I'll let the Cruella DeVille thing happen if it's Anne, our director, being <laughs> Cruella DeVille, pulling me through a leash in the hotel. Thank God we're not doing that when the archers are around because the archers might shoot me. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, at a Vegas hotel, you're apt to see somebody carrying somebody around on a leash any given time, right? Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so uh, your Super Bowl plans is going to be huge there at the casino, right? Uh um, what, do, what, do, who are you rooting for in this game? I mean, not, not from a sports book guy, but from a fan point, I know you're a Chicago sports fan, but are you in for the Niners or are you a Chiefs guy? Yeah, I, I think you know it's hard for me to be just a fan because we have a vested interest. I think anybody in the industry can say I kind of like one or two team, one one team or another. But you're going to be swayed by who you need. Uh, when we first put the number up, I I liked the 49ers a bit, um, but the larger bets have clearly rolled in some six figure bets on the 49ers. Um, there's been a lot of chief money line play, and I think in this game with a game that's hovering around you know one and a half or two right now, whoever we need at kickoff is going to be the team. That that I root for. I don't really look at this game and say, God, I, I hope we don't have to root for that team. It's hard to give Mahomes <laughs> points. He's got some familiarity at Allegiant. He's 4-0 and um, playing there, being in the same division as the Raiders. He's 3-1 and against the number there, 3-1 and towards the over. We know how Andy Reid is. I think he's 7-3 and in the postseason with extra time off, 20-3 and in the regular season with extra time off. These two teams played four years ago in a game that was tied at halftime dominated by the Niners in the third quarter, but the 49ers or the Chiefs went crazy in the fourth quarter and won that game 31 to 20. So it really, I think if they played a perfect game and they played like they did early in the season, I think they're the better teams, but it's really hard to give Patrick Mahomes points. So again, whoever we need guys when they 
kick on Route 4. <laughs> and Chuck, you mentioned the, the number on this one, anywhere between one and two, kind of sitting one and a half to two market wide. Uh, talking with Chris Andrews before the show over here, he had said that because the game is at a, a dead number, as he put it, you know, really not any of the key numbers, three or seven or even five, uh, that it, that's going to drive a lot of the action to the props. Is that something that you can see uh, kind of continuing throughout this weekend and into next week? Yeah, I think, and as you guys touched on earlier, the props make a bigger and bigger piece of the overall game. So I think with the game being here, I think the live aspect of wagering here, too, where guests can be at the game, they can be tailgating, all the, the parties that are going on at all of our properties and, and people's homes and throughout the industry, I think you're going to see a huge live handle. But, yeah, I think the props become a bigger and bigger part. And, you know, I think this is a game where there's not that middle, where guests like to lay the point spread on one team and, and take the money line on the other because there is that big gap there. With this game being so close to pick them, um, I think you're going to see a lot of prop action uh, across the board, a lot of the same game props, a lot of the other stuff that we have offerings up right now. Uh, we have a line here posted about you, Chuck. It's uh, Usher is the halftime show. I have it set at one and a half. <laughs> How many Usher songs can you name it's one and a half i took the over i have faith in you i see you as a as a club guy as a hip-hopper so here we go usher songs i need two what do you got i've got zero. Oh, oh zero way under what's the opposite zero. of no 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 <laughs> yes 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 oh no it's yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, i told you i got zero Zero, you know, I'm worried ushering in the game and ushering in the crowd and all the profits. That's the usher I know. That's a that's a pro right there. That is a pro, and that is a way to wrap up an interview right there. Chuck, we always appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we wish you luck and success, and uh, we'll we'll see you soon. We got. I have to come over and see you. I have to come over and check it out. You have to. You definitely have to. Real quick, congratulations yeah. again, Ryan. Oh. Definitely miss you today, but uh, happy to join you guys at any time, and love to have you guys come out to Red Rock one day. All right, thank you so much. Chuck Esposito in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Hadn't seen him in a couple weeks. Great to have Chuck back. And uh, we're going to take a two-minute break. We'll be back with uh, Jeff Parles is in the house. We have Jeff Parles, Matt Neverett. We have the three dudes here, ladies and gentlemen, the three amigos. <coughs> we'll be right back. That's the... South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas' top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grand View Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. Uh, I'm a little emotional right now, guys. Uh, Ryan just asked me to be Godfather to Aubrey. Ryan, I didn't. We've only worked together for 80 shows. Really, I missed three of those in New Orleans, so 77 shows. And I'm going to be a Godfather. 
Thank you, Ryan and uh, Tiff and uh, whatever the baby's name is. But anyway, I'm very honored to be. It's Aubrey. I know the baby's name. And we have a picture of Ryan. They're watching the show together. This is live as of this like five minutes ago. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, Ryan is dressed as Hester Prynne. Uh, I believe <laughs> Scarlet Letter or some sort of Jedi with that draped over. Some tells me he hasn't showered. That's probably why he's doing the hoodie for the picture. Something about production guys and wearing their hood up. I know. Look at we have Caden. Look at this kid. New kid on the show. So I don't know if this is a, a gen millennial thing or whatever you call yourselves, but he's got that with the headphones. Oh, oh you know what? That's actually more comfortable. I'm stealing your move, Caden. Next time. And Scott, hood up. <laughs> Everyone, hood up. Okay, Jeff, Jeff. No hood. No How hood. do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't get oh, that. Oh, come on. Steve, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, it's one of the, that's an all time meme. It's an all time meme. What's a meme? <laughs> oh, there we go. Very good. Steve it's Buscemi. A, now you, may, you, may, you may know it as a, a meme. A meme. Yeah, a meme. Yeah. I could tell a Steve Buscemi story, but maybe we'll save that for the end. I don't want to drop <laughs> too many names here while we're here. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'll be the godfather. I don't know what to wear. I don't know what hoodie to wear. I don't know what. You, well, first off, what remember, old navy pants I should re wear. Remember, if you're a godfather now, yeah, you have to dress like Ryan does for the show every day. I'm gonna dress like Ryan. I gotta dress tonight. You gotta dress nicely. Yeah. Look, I'm off the camera. That's the Godfather. Was a movie in the '70s, Caden, with Marlon Brando. It's about the. The, um, the syndication. We don't want to say the word mafia. It was never uttered in the movie. All right. <laughs> Second one it was. First one it wasn't. Anyway, Jeff Parles is here, ladies and gentlemen, stopping in to say hello. Jeff, what do you have coming up today later on? In, first on off, why is it raining in Vegas? It's raining what's, in what's Vegas. Wrong? What's wrong with There you? is a, a, I saw it's a pineapple express, storm right? system called Pineapple Express, which well, I thought that was something Seth else. Okay, thank you. I, I thought it was something it. else. Yeah. Just filmed my, my, my old house. Though, Frank got yeah. all excited when he I heard did. Pineapple Express. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, really it's raining it. in Vegas, but this is the only rain day, I think. Today, today uh, no, of course, naturally, next Monday. On Monday, when, uh, we, when, when, we, when we, you and I and Alex and Sean have yeah. to walk across the Hacienda Bridge right. with everyone who's going to the event at Allegiant Stadium on Monday. Now, you remember I have my Vespa. Can I take that over this walking bridge? I don't think they will let you well, do, do it. it. I think it's close to all traffic. It's Frank Nicotero from Punchlines. I'll be fine. No, I, no <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're Frank Nicotero of Iron City Beer, you right. might yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um, no, but on the show today, you know what? That's a great question. What's okay. on the show today? You're on the show today. Oh, I, that's Thursday. <laughs> you're you're on, on the show, show today. I was going to leave. It's a good thing you reminded me. <laughs> yeah, you're a, I would have been, I would, I would have been. I was going to be up in a movie and I'm going to text a man going, where are you? I don't know. I'm popcorn. I don't know. I, I would have been screwed. No, okay, no. I, can I tell will you be there. Right now. I'll be there uh, for Jim, you. We have college hoops tomorrow, today to Jim Root. Uh, but no, I look, I, I'm happy I'm here. I'm stunned he, you'll allow him on the desk. I, this stunned. wasn't my call, by the way. I'm I, stunned. I, I walked in. I said, what the hell's going We're on? We're running out of real estate on the other I, side I, of the glass. I'm, I'm stunned. Well, no, I know. It's a full boat this back is, there. You know what? This is kind of like when you see like when you saw like Jordan and Kobe and Shaq together. You should. We should really take a picture of this for social media afterwards, Jerry. So I mean, wait a second. Does that mean that I'm, I'm? Does that mean I'm Cleveland Cavaliers Shaq? That's you not are. good. You better are. than Boston Celtics Shaq. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> or Phoenix Suns Shaq. No, they're still good then. Yeah, he's he still good. He's better than the Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, Ryan McCormick again. <sighs> oh, so flustered to be the Godfather. Anyway, <laughs> Ryan, thank you. And Ryan, we you were correct. We were saying that Pat McAfee kicked off. I know he talks about kicking off in the Super Bowl. Uh, Jeff and I both thought it was McAfee. It was Vinatieri. McAfee kicked off in 2009 against the Saints. Yeah. All right. So we yeah. got that. They're not even close to the most famous kickoff in that game. Oh, right. The, uh, the onside kick. The onside kick, the which was coming out of halftime. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that's a, you know, I could see some, the trick, trick play prop or something. You know? So, so I'll just bring this up. Uh, yeah, go for it. Are we, uh, we have, we have more, we have more props. Yeah. Right? Here, take Certainly. a Certainly. Sorry. I, I was behind today because as you know, when, when the rain <laughs> happens in, in Vegas, Everyone shuts off their brain and just yeah. forgets how to drive. Yeah, so, very much so. It was basically Mario Kart out there today. Um, so I don't know if I, I'll have to look through this. By the way, Mario Kart? Are we going to let that slip? Well, if, if from a from a certain city, <laughs> Jerry, are you going to? It's Mario Kart. People of Mario. a certain city pronounce uh, that that name that way. It's, it's either or. It's Mario. Mario. Jerry, how is it pronounced? Mario, no, I, I screwed him up now. I screwed him up. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. Ryan, anymore. where are you? <laughs> so I don't see the prop. And and look, if uh, Chris, Chris or Vinny are listening and I just missed it, I apologize um, of how many players will attempt to pass in this game. Uh, Chris did tell me before the show that they're going to continue to come out with yeah, these no, 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 up no, through the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There it is. It's in there the back. it is. I found it. Okay, read three, it. 317 and 317. Uh, 317 and 3128 
has the total number of players to have a complete pass completion in the game. Two and a half plus over. You like overs. I like overs. And you like plus money on overs. I do. <laughs> plus 175. There we go. Taking it. I, I think that's a reasonable bet, especially that number. Uh, I was even looking for a three and a half somewhere <laughs> to take a big bloated number. But over two and a half, you just need one non-quarterback to throw a pass. In and the, I like that bet. And the one I circled so far, too, uh, I don't know if you saw it, Mahomes passing attempts. Bet it now. 36 you bet, and a half. You better bet it now. Because if you don't bet it now, it's going to probably be 37 and a half. Yeah. And he's going to throw no, 37 he likes, I he like likes the under. under. I like the under. I know. I like the under on that. I don't hate it because I think it's going to be. And did, you, did we replace Frank with the cyborg today or something? Backwards day was yesterday. Yeah. It's wow. What is happening? Yesterday. Then wait if you like the under. Then wait. 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 I'm going to take your advice. Yeah. You're usually right. Write it down. Uh, sometimes. Well, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Can we do? And I know Jeff hates this, but we have the graphic we want to talk about. Uh, the waxing moon and the waning moon. I know you love the moon. Uh, I have no problem with moon <laughs> handicapping. That's just Vinny doesn't like it. Vinny um, hates the moon handicapping. Uh, but uh, the Lions aren't playing, so it's irrelevant. I know, but now. we have we have the uh, – there it is. There it is. So pop that up, and I know it's very small. If anyone can read to us what it says there. Here, I can I can read it for okay, you. you can read it. I made it. it. Just made it a little you too small made here. Made it a little small uh, By me. the way, this is by, uh, from at Jay Kuda on Twitter. Okay. The most niche – Useless facts yes. for any sports fan. Definitely shoot him a follow. But yeah, Thank preliminary you, lunar analysis certainly favors the Chiefs, he says. <laughs> certainly. The day of the Super Bowl is a waxing crescent moon, and the Chiefs are 19-1 and one the last five years under waxing crescent conditions. By far, their best moon phase. Jeff, I know I'm that? like that with Vinny on this. I thought the I thought the novelty of the Detroit one was right. fun because they haven't won a playoff game since... Right. I, 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 you and I are the same age. Right? Yeah. You and I are both 30. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're elder statesmen in comparison to some You're of old men to Caden, though, so I just want to point out he's 20. He's 20? He's 20. Surprised he's actually allowed in property. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, working. He's working here. Um, but uh, in all seriousness, though, um, I don't know. I mean, what? I, I would honestly want a full moon on Super Bowl Day because then that means anything's in play, right? I guess so. You, Harrison Butker could throw a touchdown pass. Could you imagine that? There's your Everybody over two and a half. half. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, in all seriousness, though, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'll you know what? I'll make sure to ask Vinny about this on Saturday. Okay. I'll make sure to ask Vinny about we it. We can save that. We'll leave it in the computer. You can pop it up for Vinny, and he'll be disgusted and watch. Is it, is it lunar analysis or lunar analytics? I would say analysis because there's really <laughs> only one number, and it's what phase it's in, right? It's not even a number. I guess. Yeah. I Ancient know. Roman numerals. <laughs> I do have oh, a. Oh, hey, hey, you just went full circle there. There we go. Uh, LV. Full moon. I, 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 yeah. So you're going to be talking a lot of college basketball with your guest, obviously, right? I would hope so. Okay, right. <laughs> It'd be very awkward if we weren't. Well, Matt, Matt, you had a, you had a pick that you were looking at in college I got a couple today, you yeah. A couple picks. Let's hear them. Well, I got a couple. One of them involves my alma mater. All of a sudden, the App State Mountaineers are a defensive force to be reckoned with and are one of the best teams uh, in that area of the country. They're best in the Sun Belt. They just completed a sweep of James Madison, who is you know new to the conference. Right. They are really, really strong in both football and basketball. App State beat them in football and just swept them in basketball. So they're coming in with a bunch of momentum. They're laying five and a half on the road at Georgia State in Atlanta. Uh, that game starts at, at four o'clock. I like App State. They've won six in a row, looking for their ninth win in their last 10 games. Georgia State, meanwhile, comes into this one on a real downturn. They've lost four in a row. But the big difference for me is that App State, number one scoring defense in the Sun Belt Conference. They're one of the top interior defensive teams in the country. I think that that really gives them the advantage. They're also number one in the conference in total rebounds. So every important number you're going to look at, defense down low, rebounding App State, not only has the advantage in this game, but against any Sunbelt team. Uh, and just in this head-to-head -head matchup, App State has won the last three, including last time they went down to Atlanta, they defeated the Panthers by 26 points on the road. Oh, wow. So I like App State, who is now better this year, getting votes in the AP poll for the first time in all of our lifetimes probably yeah. combined. Uh, I like App State trying to ride that momentum. That's my only Sunbelt play of the day. And by the way, I know you probably know this. I don't need to tell you this. Georgia State uh, is one in seven when it rains in Vegas. So I don't. It's, what about waxing crescent? Well, I don't know what the moon is. What's the moon in Georgia? Is it different from here? I don't know how the it's moon the works. Same moon. <laughs> is it? It's the same moon. Wait, uh, no, it's not. You guys, I see some conspiracy. It's you know because the Earth's flat. You know how it works, guys. Anyway, uh, what else do you have? So you like? By the way, I want to point out. Can I? Can I hop in? Yeah, real do quick? you want to hop in on App State or the in. flat Earth? Let's hear it. People, people, App State screwed. Oh. Are they? Because I am on App State. Oh, <laughs> so, squad so, right, baby. Frank got to get and in. And not only that, not only that, I because I, I text what I look at the night before to Alex. 
because she's the smartest one of all four of us by a wide by margin. Far, yeah. We'll talk about her last night too, but go ahead. But she also like, had App State. So we're toast. Like, I would even consider betting Georgia State on the money line now that I have all this fade. information. Okay. Like, we're going with the Mountaineers. It means like, that the Mountaineers oh, oh. are a wagon. Well, if they cover, then they're then then I mean nothing can take them down. Period. If <laughs> if, if if all of us being on them it can't take them down, nothing can take them down. It's now. impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> impossible uh, to be taken down. I want to point out Al, you brought up Alex White. I want to point out Alex White uh gave out a winner. She went against Wake Forest last night and the team that won. Are known as the Panthers from a certain city. Nice, nice little comeback. Nice little mention. comeback by. Uh, it was a nice by that team. It was a nice by, comeback uh, by Pittsburgh. I said it. I didn't have to. You, you what's didn't. the What's the policy, Jerry, on a guest saying it? Does that go on the board? No, it doesn't. No. Okay. Keep that pen capped. Everyone gets one. Yeah. So anyway, Alex had that. And it was. It was. It was a struggle. Pitt was. They were down early, and then they came back <laughs> and won in cover. I didn't say it, Jerry. Don't give me the Grinch eyebrow, the rock eyebrow. I don't know. I don't know. Jerry looks pretty scary there. It looks like a Bond villain with the, with the eyebrows like that. All right. So App State minus five and a half on the road. And what else? App do you State. Like, I am on Liberty and New Mexico Liberty, State Liberty, over. Liberty. I'm going over 136 over, and a half in this okay. game. Uh, Aggies playing at home. Coming off of back-to-back -back road losses, I think they're going to be motivated. They've scored 70 or more in every single home game this year. And on the year, Liberty has allowed, average or averaging rather, allowing 73-plus points per game. So uh, just by the averages, I like this one. Uh, and if you look at the points per game just in general for these two teams, Liberty scores 76 a game to New Mexico State's 70. Uh, I think that the back-to-back -back road losses can really fuel a team like New Mexico State that their season can really go either way at this point. It could go, you know, really up to the top, or they could do what they did last year for different reasons but completely um, fall off a cliff. I think a return trip home followed by a Liberty team that scores pretty prolifically. I like over 136.5. I'd play it up to like 138 Whoa. on the over. Okay, we like that. And it's the Liberty Emus, right? Limo Emu. Isn't oh, that? they need to rebrand. The <laughs> Flames. Sure. Flames just isn't doing it for me anymore. I mean, I just go with the Liberty, Liberty Emu guy. Limo and Doug. Emu. I don't know. I had a different Doug. joke, but I don't think it's appropriate. All right, go. Here, but that's okay. <laughs> so uh, you didn't bet. Did you bet Liberty? Because we don't want to. No, I actually don't mind taking the points with the Aggies at home. Yeah, uh, if I, I had a play on the side, yeah. it would be the Aggies. Yeah, okay, that would, like that the would, I, I, yeah I, nothing on the total. Uh, I would only look to just take what Dumas. Hey, that's a brutal road trip. I mean, going from. Lynchburg, Virginia, to Virginia. Las Cruces, New Mexico, which if, even if we were coming from Las Vegas, it would be hard to get yeah. to Las Cruces. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, brutal, brutal road trip. And now you're going to see that more in the CUSA now with the country-wide yeah. conference they are. All right. And, Frank, I just have two two plays in the Big West. I won't give a ton That's of reasons, good. but I we like you. the Big West. The Big West, you've been hot on the Big West, I believe. UCSB hosting UC Davis. By Chris Andrews is wearing a U. I think he's wearing he's a He's wearing a UCSB shirt. He he's with the Gauchos. I, I do give him credit. He's got so many shirts. He always he wears does. one of a team that's playing it. even when there's like no games. I love it. I've got the Gauchos laying three at home. I like the home side in this game. Uh, it is a matchup. It's going to be fun to watch. It's on ESPNU, televised, nationally televised game for the Big West, which is a rarity. Um, Elijah Pepper for UC Davis and A.J. Mitchell for UC Santa Barbara, the top two scores in the Big West. So if nothing else, this game's got good watchability. It's going to be a fun high-scoring game. But I like UCSB at home. Uh, UC Davis very guard-heavy. And UCSB is one of the top interior teams in the country. They're shooting over 50% from the field as a team all year. That just doesn't happen without great interior play. Uh, and then I like Cal State Fullerton, laying a point and a half at home, welcoming in the Rainbow Warriors of Hawaii. Hawaii 1-3 on the road this year. Uh, uh, Titans looking for their fourth straight win. They're 5-3 and three at home this year. They did welcome some non-conference teams uh, into Southern California. For Hawaii, their big man, Moore Sec, towards ACL last week. He's out for the year. I think that gives the Titans a little bit of an advantage. And Hawaii coming in on in rough form. 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games. And as I had mentioned, just 1-3 and three on the road this year. It's always tough traveling from Hawaii, and even if it's just to Southern game? California. I like Cal State Fullerton. And the reason being is, I think we all know this, Hawaii, I mean, they get to travel to Fullerton, California. So they're going to they're gonna really want to soak that up and take in the atmosphere, probably be distracted from the game. So, yeah, that's probably <laughs> It's going to be raining there. You know they say what, I know, but you know what they say when everyone goes to Hawaii, the kids are distracted. And they're no, on the I mean, like, what? You can be distracted. Fullerton's, <laughs> Fullerton? Fuller, Fullerton's what? What, six miles from Disneyland? I mean, that's I, easy I, to get distracted I actually there, played right? a comedy club there. It was Bruce Baum's Comedy Club Oh, that I played there uh, back in. It was my first road trip. It was my first venture into an L.A. club. This is like probably. And it was Fullerton. It was Fullerton. Yeah, nothing well, says in, LA like Fullerton. Well, I had, I had started playing clubs in LA, but that was like they booked a full weekend, so I had come out and I stayed with my cousin, and uh, 
It was Bruce Baum's Comedy Club in Fullerton, and this was 1992, I believe. Okay. And I remember the Monsters of Rock tour was in town in L.A., and it was it was Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and somebody else. So my cousin goes, come on, my friend, my cousin's friends with Kurt Hammett, the guitar player for Metallica. So before I drove down to Fullerton, we go to the Chateau Marmont, where John Belushi sadly overdosed, and Kurt Hammett wanted that bungalow. So I was in the bungalow. Where Belushi passed away, no way. because they request that one because they're Metallica, they're Dark Devil, blah. And uh, I drank, I had a drink with Kurt Hammett and Scott Ian of Anthrax, and uh, it wasn't actual Rose. I think it was maybe Duff from Guns N' Roses. Very surreal moment, and they're all getting geeked up to go to the Rose Bowl to do this, you know, Monsters of Hard Rock show. And I'm like, I gotta go to Fullerton and tell jokes. Bye, guys. <laughs> And they're like, oh, Satan. And I'm like, well, I don't know. But I've been to full. I actually been the only college, the first college basketball game I ever went to was a Cal State Florida game many, many years ago. We're on, we're all on the Titans tonight against the Rainbow Warriors. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anything else? Or that's it. That was that's it. For, that, that's it. That was fun. Jeff, out of those two big West plays, either of those that you like better than the other? I'm on Santa Barbara. Okay. Yeah. So sorry, Gauchos. <laughs> we're going to get App State and <laughs> UCSB. It's the Mountaineers and the Gauchos both win. All right. And cover, then the sh then then I can actually talk with confidence. Again. Well, you know what we need to do if that happens. We need to drive about forty minutes <clears throat> west, actually probably about thirty minutes west of here, over into California and go buy a lottery ticket because oh. they don't they, they don't trust us people in this state with a lottery. That, right? When yeah. the Powerball is like two or three hundred million people drive so, the state so, line. So actually, uh, well, no, we could drive just to Arizona. Either or. Do that Arizona's well. closer than California? It's about a, the same. It really depends on which oh, way you go. It's, over, it's either over the Hoover Dam or just past the South Point on 15. I, I, I actually prefer the Hoover Dam one, but that's, again, part of the reason. So you want real degeneracy. You want to go into this story? You want to go into what a lot of people do out here? Because I'm sure I'm one of them. You've, I'm sure you've done what it. What is it? So I want to be on this Because list. the New Age books don't exist here in Nevada. Correct. Um, the one uh, that uh, has the uh, initials of FD and the other one that... Uh, Signed LeBron James for some marketing. Deal I saw that. Can't wait for his minus six hundred money line play of the days every <laughs> every week during football. I, yeah, I'm surprised it's that that short. <laughs> yeah. now, honestly, but I've done this in the past. I haven't done it in a while. But drive past the Hoover Dam. Probably about ten minutes. Not even. Yeah. Get to exit one. Okay. I forget if it's exit one or exit two. I don't yeah. remember which one, one of those first couple. You get off. There's a dirt road about a few paces from the highway. This sounds. This sounds like you're gonna whack somebody. You park the car. <laughs> You park the car, okay. you, you make your bets, right. and then you get the heck out of there. Yeah, right. That's it. It's about a it's about a forty it's about a forty minute process when adding in ten minutes to make your bet. And you can take uh, don't advantage. do this at home, kids. Yeah, <laughs> responsible gaming. Okay, exactly. Yeah. All right, you know, let's go to some of the posts we had. We had some videos. Well, yeah. We have Jeff here. It'll be fun. Wanted to show this one. I call it "Go for the Win." We wanted to show you. Uh, obviously, we know this is the highest ticket for a Super Bowl ever. I think average yep. price is like under 10 grand. Just right? barely. Yeah, which is insane. So this is what your money will get you at the win. Uh, the win box, the win, the win field club at Allegiant. So go ahead and roll that video, please, And Here is a little tour as you go in. And this is the win field club. So, okay. So we got the tables. By the way, the tables aren't even close to the field. No. They're not even, they're way in the back of the club. Now, this is when you actually get out. That one right there. Is a second row table that's seven hundred fifty thousand. Seven hundred fifty grand for second row. For second row. Front row, the Bob Euchre row. One million dollars. You will look like for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Fifteen people. So you break it down, it's not that bad. So you guys can just Venmo me now. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm gonna do the math here. A million divided by fifteen. I mean, that's that's what uh forty, fifty, sixty thousand. Yeah, still not good. Fifteen, the six, sixty-six thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars. Too much, too much. A, per, a person. Too well, much. if you take App State tonight for seventy grand, and you got we, we got parking money. <laughs> I would honestly just park at the In and Out down the street on Dean Martin and just yeah. leave the car there and hope it's still there. R.I.P. Wild Wild West. There'll be yeah. a longer line at the <laughs> In and Out. Uh, now you want to talk about overpriced houses? I'm going to go to your part of the country. This is Brooklyn. So this kid goes to a Brooklyn game, and these are insane. Um, watch these seats. Watch the experience you get as a VIP for a Brooklyn Net game. I figured since we saw the Super Bowl one, go ahead and roll the video. No, I've been to the Barclays Center, but not in these seats. Yeah, these seats, these are $20,000. You get as much pasta as you want. You get all you can eat, very soprano style. 
Then you get your own TV while you eat. He passed his own sommelier. He gets his own wine. That food looks amazing. That rigatoni <laughs> looks... It's spicy rigatoni, and the guy comes over and shovels more down your what throat. Is it, what is it, it looks like Carbone spicy it's, rigatoni, he's, isn't it? In this video, exactly says that. He said it's like your own private Carbone That's experience. Like. Exactly. And then, we'll, and then look at the candy, the Pepsi products. This is where get, I'd be. Mike and I so, got so, candy, so, gummy bears. Uh, you, you, want, you want a fun story? Wait, wait, wait. Make your own gelato. Come on. Make your own gelato? Make your own gelato. Then you walk out and you sit and you watch them lose to the Phoenix Suns by 12 and not even cover. So, so, so all I'll <laughs> say is real quick. Uh, I, I had the, the – now, now I'm going to sound like a jerk, but it's okay. Uh, We're but, used to it, but, Jeff. But, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have sat in Nets courtside seats. Oh. The problem is not those. They were still playing in New Jersey at the time. Yeah. Now they were amazing because we had them, a, a family friend of ours who was really good friends with my grandparents – had him and was unable for religious reasons to go on Friday nights. Okay. So we would get the tickets like once a year. It's a good night to get uh, them. Oh, it's pretty good. Friday well, night, huh? well, yeah. I, well the, the, it was always, for whatever reason, it was always a bad opponent. Yeah. It was either like the first time we got him, it was before Jason Kidd got to the Nets. So oh, wow. oh. Stefan Marbury was the best player on the Nets. Wearing those Former running Rebel. And yeah. it was, oh. and it was, or not, not Starbury. I'm thinking of uh, Marion. Yeah, he went to Georgia Tech, I think, yeah. Marbury. Yeah, Marbury. Well, was, let me pull that out. Wow. Starbury, very, baby. Very good. Oh, that was a good one. Very good. I remember colleges. That's anyway, continue. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but it was the first matchup we had the Cleveland Cavaliers against the New Jersey Nets pre Jason Kidd and pre LeBron Cavs. <laughs> it was an April game. The two teams had a combined thirty seven wins at the time. <laughs> uh, but still, it's amazing. Here, we have some pictures. I, I I'll have to bring them in next. Bring time. them in. I'll, I'll, ask my dad, I'll ask my dad. It's an amazing experience, including the one time I was again. I was, it was about an eight nine year old kid. I was going to run to go. I was running down thing because. Eight nine year old. That's what you do. Trying yeah, to get, trying to get an autograph for the guys and running down the thing and oh no, face first. Face first. Oh god, didn't phase me, but it did happen. <laughs> Explains no, a lot about kid. what's going on here now. Yeah. 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 Uh, gentlemen, the uh, Pro Bowl games are this weekend. Are you watching? No, you Same. won't even watch them. No, no interest. No, no highlights. No, I no. well highlights you might see by accident. If okay. I wanted to watch dodgeball, I'd just go watch the movie. That's true. Like, it's way better anyway. Are they using wrenches in the Pro Bowl games? I, I hope know. so. That would be a lot of fun. That would be Where's sure patches? Be violation, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you know, it's it's this is a good weekend where again it's the first weekend without football since August. You take a little detox. Yeah, get yourself ready for the big game next week. Um, we obviously, as we've told you yesterday on Sports by the Book, we'll be around town yeah. next week. Frank is we're doing it. Frank is going to have uh, basically the equivalent of a non-offensive selfie stick on him at all times. I'm try. We're, we're hopefully we're getting. I think we're getting. And did we order them the neck things? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no! I saw yes and no. And no, they're overnight. We can get them on Amazon Prime. Yeah, but uh, but we're we're all out and about. Just take. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm actually you you want to because we love Chef by the Book here or yeah. Cooking by the Book. <laughs> I'm Ryan's taking, not here. You can get I'm taking it. a cooking class on Saturday. Oh, my God. Taking uh, a cooking class. Ryan, that's what's coming up for you. Are you going to take what you learn and then cook on Sunday? I hope. Uh, uh, maybe. It's a uh, it's it's traditional Chinese takeout cooking class. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So you just had a bunch of MSG. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> uh, we have uh, live comments here, you guys. Uh, let's see. Um, great story, Jeff Parles. A lot of problems buried in the desert. Exit two. <laughs> Joey B says that. He would know. That's what I said. Joey, oh, oh, Joey would know, B. That's so. why he just uses the B. You don't want to know. There's Bunakani kind of Lutura. I need a 20-year-old influence. I need to be a 20-year-old influencer when I grow up, says Paul. He also says, uh, still need those Punch Frank t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. I, we I, do I'm need those at some point. Joey B uh, puts out Jerry Trevino. Punchline needs its own three-quarter zip pullover. We do need a three-quarter pullover. I got the full zip over. I haven't said it right yet. Oh, did you get your uh, did you get your shirt? I did. Good. Do you want to see it? I, I, I saw it? it yesterday. I have one. Yeah. So when we're out doing Super Bowl stuff, I will be sporting this shirt right here. And of course, I'll naturally, it's going to be like 40 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> it's black and silver. You better have that logo showing. I will have that logo showing. And uh, as I pointed out, I will be getting around the city on my Vespa, which we saw. If you want to see me on my Vespa, there's a report on our shorts. If you just click the shorts tab here on our YouTube page, when I covered Meekum with Ann, it's on there, right? Yeah, I've seen on it on there. It's 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 worth the watch. I've seen it online. It's worth the watch. It's on there. It's clicking. It's in the right ether. Though. It's in the. It's out there. It's out there, baby. But I'm going to be getting around town on the Vespa, and I thought this was going to be great, which it will be great. But then I looked at the weather, and every day next week is like 40 degrees, 50 oh, it's gonna degrees. Be brutal. It's going to be cold. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I ordered a face shield because my old one's cracked, and the only one that would come fast from Amazon, it's mirrored. Oh, perfect. 
<laughs> so I'm going to have a badass mirrored uh, face guard. You won't be able to. Plus, I don't want people seeing me on the street and stopping me. Oh, oh naturally. Tell, punchlines. So anyway, uh, we'll be out and about. We're going to be hitting all the events. It's going to be a blast, Jeff. We're going to have a good time. And I will be on your show later today at 340. Three, you want to do 330? 330. Okay. Three, I will be here at 330, ladies. This is how the sausage gets made, folks. That's yeah. how it gets made. Uh, our thanks to Chuck Esposito. We love when Chuck checks in, tells us some bear stories, tells us some other stories. Sean stretching over there. Sean, were you not loving the App State bet? You because I heard you. Sean's on. Uh, you, Sean's on the Cornhuskers today. You like Nebraska? Unranked Nebraska welcoming a number six Wisconsin. They to, are spectacular. Oh, Lincoln. Spectacular at home, Nebraska. That's all I'll throw out there. Sean's Incredible. ready. He's in. All right. Just so we'll, we didn't have a graphic up, but anyway, Sean's on Nebraska. Sean's been doing well. And anything about today's show, anything you'd like to say or do or talk about, Electric what is that? That's a smiley face balloon. Okay. <laughs> is that one of the smiley face balloons from Alex's birthday and it's still holding air? I love it. Caden, thanks for your help. He'll probably cut something together. Hysterical. Uh, I like the Chicago Bear story about the guy, Chuck's daughter crying. That was pretty funny. And Jerry sending the producer's chair, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry, let's see the board. Wow. None. No mentions, ladies and gentlemen. It can be done. Because it's National Spunky Old Lady Day. I went ahead and <laughs> didn't mention it once. That, that's, that's a heck of a reason. Yeah, man. by the way, when you Google Spunky Old Lady, be careful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for watching the show. We'll be back tomorrow. We have the Phil Collins guy coming over. Uh, the Still Collins show I'm going to see Saturday here at the hotel. We have comedians stopping by, and uh, Chris Andrews is going to be here. So a big Saturday, or big Friday, and lots more props. Lots more props tomorrow coming from Chris Andrews, our sportsbook director here. Thanks for watching. Thank you live. Uh, we had three. I mean, look at the full table here. We didn't get to a lot, but uh, we got plenty in there. So, Kurt Hammett. Oh, yeah, Jerry mentioned it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching Punchlines, Lines, live in Nevada, every show.